previously on Polyvox. He's old. In your hometown, in uh, you've been having visions. Most of them come to you as dreams with increasing frequency and intensity. And finally, every night of the first week of Hunter's Moon, you dream that you are in one of the gardens of your mansion. And outside the walls, the sky is glowing orange. A soft rain is starting, but it tastes strangely sour to you and your skin and nose and hair seem to burn with the stench of a world on fire. What do you do? I try to remember what Auntie said. That it's only a dream, and I need only wake up. Alright, so outside the garden gate, a pool of liquid metal glowing white-hot is beginning to deepen, flames flickering and steam hissing along its surface in places where it drains into the gutters along the street and where the rain is hitting it. As the river of molten metal hisses into your garden, smothering and incinerating all the plants within, it picks up speed and seems to make a beeline for your feet. A figure is trying to cross the river of molten metal to get to your garden. The figure is dressed in a leather apron over denim coveralls, and they, tr- they call to you in a gruff voice, scarred by years of working in a smoky factory. They say, Find me at the hillside tavern in three days, if you want to save your home and the dream evaporates around the factory worker and your burning home in stinky, hazing smoke. You awake with the kind of headache that tells you that this was a sort of prophecy. In this world of uncertainty, no one is safe from the touch of the supernatural, not even the sheltered daughter of a wealthy family in the capital of the Empire. So what will this young girl do when she finds that her best option may be joining the Thera Society? Find out with us on Polybox! she dressed for a family portrait under her traveling cloak, holding a letter from which inky water is dripping into the already filthy welcome mat. Ailish says, My friends, I'd like to introduce Isolde... Oh, I'm sorry, what was her voice? My friends, I'd like to introduce Isolde goodman Dodier, my niece. Isolde, why don't you tell my friends about your dreams? And so typically the invitation section of a mystery is delivered by some NPC or event that I designed, but I thought it would be really fun to introduce Isolde as the invitation to this mystery. <laughs> Ooh. Hello, my name is Isolde. I'm 13 years old and I have dreams where I see spirits and creatures and Sometimes I die in them, and sometimes my family dies in them. It's so nice to meet you. (laughs) Well, it's nice to meet you. 
<laughs> Can I get you an egg? Would you... <laughs> I'd like that very much, right. please. And then I, I do the same gag that I did. I give Isol just a rock in the kitchen. And like, this time my eyebrows are fully like, uh, uh. <laughs> that's 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 his old reaction. His old is loving this. Some pictures just like just internal little like why didn't I get that? Nigga Davis like points of thumb at his old and like looks at everyone else and just be like. I like this one. This one's... <laughs> I like her already. <laughs> um, Elish nudges you, Isold, and says, Isold, tell, tell my friends about your most recent dream. The Tidefall Manor. Oh, yes. Just last night, in fact. Or two nights ago. Time blurs together when you've been in a carriage for 18 hours. Well, in my most recent dream, I woke up in the garden of my home, the manor, and I noticed something odd, which is that the sky was orange. And then I noticed something else odd, which is that there was a lake of molten, molten met, metal, molten metal appearing in the center of the garden. And then I noticed something else odd, which is that the home and the grounds were all on fire. And then I noticed a third unusual, a fourth unusual thing. And then I noticed a fourth unusual thing, which is that there was a strange man in some type of worker's attire telling me that we'd meet soon and that there was something very important that I had to accomplish. Yes, so... Uh, Elish says, um, Elish turns to the three of you and says, Fia must be found. The exiled ones will stop at nothing to punish those they think are responsible for her disappearance. Finding the missing academics is the only way to avoid an all-out war between the hidden ones and humans. And Elish Hafleet turns on her heel and disappears into the rain. Huh. You notice um, also that Avish never crossed the threshold of this manor. She does not want to come inside. <laughs> but it's fun inside. She has never been inside, or she hasn't been inside for the past, um, like, five years. Hmm. That's fine, I bet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> time, I think, to procure some equipment. Hell yeah. Okay, so just to be clear, the mystery is that academics are going missing and we have to find them? The mystery is that those three academics who's, who's um, like, you found dossiers on them oh, in yeah, those Coulter's guys. apartments, mm -hmm. um, uh, they are still missing. You don't mm -hmm. know exactly what happened to them, but you know that Dr. Coulter had nothing to do with it because those dossiers were planted in his apartments. Okay. Um, and you also know that uh, when you were kind of hired as the Thera Society, um, uh, Eilish Hafleet was 
saying that Fia, the last academic to disappear and the youngest, mm. um, had like when she disappeared, the Vessen started getting really restless and acting mm. very strange. Um, so, uh, or kind of sometime around there. So she thinks that there's something to do with her disappearance. Um, why they're, why the Vessen are starting to attack people or disappear from places that they've all always been or starting to like congregate in certain places. Like there's something weird going on all around the world with the Vessen. And she thinks that, um, the disappearance of these academics is, um, at least tied to it, if not the cause of it. All right. Um, so, uh, but the mystery for now, at least, is that um, uh, Isolde uh, has had a vision of the future, potentially, mm-hmm. where um, the town, the town of Tidefall, is going to be drowned in liquid metal. Unless okay. you meet some person, some factory worker. All right. Um, and in fact, the dream that she had was the worker said, find me at the hillside tavern in three days if you want to save your home. So you're kind of cutting it close, actually. Okay. okay. You guys have about, um, you guys have about 36 hours. Thank you, 36. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, it's about 16 hours away by coach, or you can sail there in like eight-ish hours. Um, but before you do that, let's prepare for the journey. So to procure equipment, all of you need to look at your resources value and roll that many dice. And, sorry, the resources value that was the what we got at the end of the last episode. Um no that was that's at that's part of the um your original character character creation, creation right ah. and I think Nicodemus has one resource because okay. he's a vagabond. He's a vagabond. Um Victor I think had three or four. I've got four. Four. Um Rue had four as well. Four, yeah. And, um... I was seven, right? You had seven, but the way that but I... I'm a child. You're a child. So this is the way that I... Uh, this is the way that I um, figured out how to not break the game. Um, <laughs> you, you do have seven resources, which makes you the wealthy category in Vessen, but you only have three capital per mystery, and capital is like free successes. Um... So capital is like your your like liquid assets, and the way that I'm going to explain this in like story mm. is that is I get an allowance you, from you have an allowance. From... <laughs> yeah, you get an allowance from mom. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. If you want any more, you have to write to your mom and make a manipulation test um, to uh, to ask for more money, essentially. Um, Great. And that will give you a maximum of uh, of two extra capital. Um, so everyone, roll your resources. 
It's a d6? Yeah, so um, Isolde will roll 7, Rue and Victor will roll 4, and Nicodemus will roll 1. I've got two sixes and two threes. Okay, I just need sixes. Okay, I've got two. two. Okay, I've got one six. Okay. I got no sixes. Whoa! Yeah, also. Okay. I just got a two. Okay. So you guys can um, actually trade sixes between you um, and also spend capital as sixes. I'm I'm willing to accept that in the story, uh, I just I literally just showed up and have nothing to, nothing really prepped. Okay. That's fine. Um, so your preparatory equipment is like daggers i think i think i have a powdered staghorn and a dagger yeah that's right <laughs> little girl with a knife <laughs> what, 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 let me see what, what you have do. a knife <laughs> all right so um let's see so let's uh take a look at equipment um lock picks um Binoculars, hunting trap, hunting equipment, tinderbox, hurricane lamp, compass, crowbar, opera glasses, writing utensils and paper, slide rule. Uh, you can also buy services and establishments, melee weapons, ranged weapons. So uh, if any of you want to purchase an item, it has to you have to have the amount of sixes equal or greater than the availability value of that item so for like a rifle you need four sixes so is there anything in the chapter five um tables that you guys want what's chapter five okay um uh i mean i didn't get any but i think i still have my crowbar yeah you still got a crowbar i still got my crowbar so i think Mm -hmm. i'm i'm good (laughs) okay i'll make do with that okay how much is a lock pick a lock pick is two cool can i get a lock pick yep so make sure we'll we'll mark that down as not in senior projects in general does that mean I go down to two resources or instead of four? No. Um it just means you go down okay. to successes. So you 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 spent your sixes. Okay. Um Kate, do you want to I'm get sorry. Into- I'm confused. <laughs> okay. I'm confused. So when you rolled on your resources and got a 6? Yeah. That is, like, one liquid asset that you can spend. Okay. You can now spend that liquid asset on anything that has, like, an availability of one. Okay. If you want anything with an availability of two, you have to spend a capital point. Capital is, like, free successes. They regenerate after the mystery ends. Okay. I think um, you have one capital. 
So you can buy up to any anything with two um, availability. With the hurricane lamp? A hurricane lamp? Okay. Um, use investigation in darkness and detect sneaking people. Okay, yeah, you can get that. We'll do that. Okay. So we'll give you a hurricane lamp. So hang on, let me edit this for... Okay, good. Um, all right, so you guys have equipment. It's time to um, figure out how you get to Tidefall. I'll say that that took maybe six hours to find all that stuff um, to shop. And for a coach trip, you need someone with at least three resources, three resources to spend two capital. For a ferry, you need someone with at least three, res three resources to spend three capital, or someone with at least five resources to spend two capital. Or anybody can try bartering. Who do we have to barter uh, with? What was the cheapest option? Two capital for someone with three resources or more. You can so you can you can anyone can barter uh, with a manipulation roll. Like with with whom? Um, with the uh, owner of the ferry or the coach trip. Okay. Can I uh, yes. try to manipulate? Please do. Okay. Uh, roll uh, manipulation, which I think for you is five. Three. Three? Okay. Just three. One six? One six. One, two, six. Excellent. Okay. Um, okay. Can I... Can I, can I RP it, it? Please, please do. Okay, I'm walking up. I'm getting too close. Hello. Uh, why, hello, child. Wait. My name order. is. Is this the ferry ride or the, um, or the coach? Well, I know it succeeds, so we might as well okay, go yeah, for yeah. the ferry. Right, sure. Okay. I'm on a boat. Hey, uh, hello. Uh, uh, what what are you doing? What to back back away? What, what there's there's people working here. What do you want? My name is Isold. I'm thirteen. Do you want me to tell you how uh, you die? <laughs> I, my name is my name is James, and I'm thirty seven, and I'm healthy. Well, you wouldn't die now. You would uh, die later. Um. No, I, I don't. I don't want to know how I die. But um, but what is there something I can do for you, little girl? I'd like to go on a uh, boat, please. Oh my god! That that'll be 
That'll be fuck you freak you freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake me out. Okay, okay, I'm curious. How do I die? Well You should stay away from goats. <laughs> from goats. <laughs> yes. Right. But my sisters are <laughs> my sisters. <laughs> goat. <laughs> yes. My sisters are goat. Oh, That's what I thought you were gonna I say. Oh, my sister's a goat. <laughs> well, that's an odd coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> okay. He's like, he's like staring into the middle distance. You could fully walk onto his ship without him noticing at this point. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, Nicodemus, like, nudges Isol to his... I, I guess he'll, he'll not be bleating to death. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> James, James, the, the ship captain, or whatever, dock worker, or whatever he is, turns to you with abject horror in his eyes. Nicodemus <laughs> uh. gives him a thumbs up, and like a, and like a hang in there, buddy, face. <laughs> I'm just imagining like finger guns. Yeah. Um, he says, I'll, I'll, uh, if you just stop talking about me sister, I'll, I won't take a fare. <laughs> it's funny, my intent with this uh, strategy was to trade knowledge of how he died for the for the boat, but I like trading. Like, please get away from me, demon little girl, much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. So it takes um. Uh. I'll. I'll also let you, excuse me, take one advantage each if you can figure out a good story for how you get it. So these advantage, excuse me, wow, I have hiccups now. Oh no. That, that my sister's a goop that really took it out of me. Um, <laughs> uh, these advantages give you plus two dice on a roll uh, for a single skill test per mystery. So examples might include, I dreamed I would risk my life for my friends. I would, I have trained with my sword day and night. My conversation with the guard captain resolved their differences once and for all. Those are in the book. You can also use this opportunity to bond with your new companions, which helps you work together better later. Uh, so for each of you, is there any skill that you would like to boost for two dice for just this mystery? Uh, yes. I'm gonna say manipulation. I find myself okay. using it a lot. <laughs> um, come, like you do. Come, uh, come up with a story about how you practice manipulating. I think. 
Uh, I think I am a 13 year old girl away from my parents for the first time ever. And I'm ready to sit. Whatever shit comes out of my okay. mouth comes out. I'm thrilled. Oh I like that so much. Um, by which I mean, that's terrifying. Uh, uh okay. So, all right. Take plus two to manipulation. Um... Plus two manipulation for Lindsay. Um, okay. Uh, Connor? Uh... <laughs> I just had a, a really dumb idea. And I don't even Please. think it would apply to it. I was gonna say, I'd like to, uh, vigilance. Um, okay. And the way I would do it was, uh, I confused vigilance, I think, just generally with, like, constitution. Oh. And so, it was, yeah, so I don't think that's gonna, what I was no. gonna say is Nicodemus stands at the front of the boat, like, at the front of the ferry, just, like, taking the brunt of the wind. <laughs> Like, really, he was staring that wing in the face. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love. It's been a while since I've been on, on the sea. Yeah, you've been on the sea once ever. Yeah, once. <laughs> and this is how I think people enjoy fairies. <laughs> okay, uh, if you want that to be your story, I will give you a skill boost. Sure. Uh, but it won't be vigilance. <laughs> it won't be vigilance. Actually, could it be uh, a force then? Yeah, that is exactly what it would be. Um, yeah, so I'll give you plus two to force. Um, plus two force. And Kate. I feel like Rue has just been learning a lot about their companions and just watching. Because they're not a, they're not a, they're not a talker, but they've been watching and just. My God. <laughs> That sounds so creepy. <laughs> it does, but I'm here for it. Um, they've been watching the way um, Victor has his little notebook, the way uh, Nicodemus is more comfortable around his animals than people. They're just observing. Okay. Does that work? <laughs> sure. Okay, I'll give you plus two for observation. Yeah. <laughs> um, you sure you weren't some kind of like, psychologist or something? Plus two. <laughs> observation for Cade and Ollie. Oh boy, so I don't know, because I'm thinking if we're going to try and retrieve some missing persons, it would be useful to either have investigation or sure. stealth. Um, but this is... My, My idea I for... want to remind you, 
this mystery is not the goal of this mystery is not to get the academics. That's more of an arc-wide goal. This is yeah. Okay. This is to save the town of Tidefall All from right. being drowned in molten metal. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna go with like stealth then. And for stealth, uh, how how much does this fairy rock? Um, it it's uh, they play some pretty bumpin' tunes. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I love you like a ship on the ocean. <laughs> like, how wobbly is this boy? And no, that's not supposed to be an EDM joke. It's uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a brigantine, so it's like it's a pretty large boat with uh oh shit, I forget now. Do brigantines have two or three masts? Whatever. Um, we'll say it has three masts, and whatever a brigantine is, or whatever has three masts, it's that one. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so it's it's not super wobbly until you get... It's actually never super wobbly, because you never get out super far out to sea. Um, it's mostly you're, you're on a cargo ship, so it's like... Um, it's just delivering ore from the mines up near the mountains... Um, up to okay. uh, up to Tidefall, which is mostly a um, a steel town. Okay, so here's the thing: if I were to do plus two to stealth, since Victor's legs got all wobbly, would mm. it be plus one to stealth instead? No. So the way that Vessen does this is, um, I can activate your disability. Once per gaming session, okay. or once per once per mystery, um, in that happens some to me way. too. All right, yeah. um, and that like that can have to do something with like the actual physical nature of your disability, or it can have to do with the social nature of your disability. Like someone can notice your cane and like throw shade. Um, Thanks, like, you ableist fuck. <laughs> I know, like this. Yeah. Like they they've actually programmed this into the game, which, which I think is really interesting. It is interesting. Like, um, they they have this idea of like if you're making a manipulation test and um, you have suffered a condition that has become permanent from the game somehow, um, your character may not be able to complete that uh, manipulation test in the same way as someone who. Um, has not suffered the same condition, and okay. uh, it's left open-ended as to how that happens. So, um, so someone who suffers a physical condition can also receive ableism from um, from an NPC, which yeah. is, I think, interesting. But mm-hmm. so I would um, like to say, oh, what? what's up? No, I was just gonna say that my disability also acts up once per mystery because every time I have a thought, I'm also gonna have autism about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> my my disability was already one of my disabilities was already activated earlier with the whole egg thing. <laughs> so, and also just like my ADHD has just been. I haven't been able to shut up this entire campaign, so... <laughs> My disability is I wrote this campaign so that uh, I would have something to do because my hyperfixations will do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You gotta distract him sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... 
I am going to boost my stealth by trying to get used to walking with this cane, uh, walking, like, along the deck of the cargo ship, just trying to somehow regain some strength back into it, or at least adapt how I, how I walk. And if okay, the boat, so... if the boat gets wobbly, then he's going to try and, like, do some cool say... weight shifty stuff. I'll say, like, maybe... I'll say this. Maybe you have spent the time trying to put some kind of softer tip on your cane. Tip. <laughs> so, so that uh, it doesn't make so much noise. Okay, yeah. Um, it's not gonna be the ore. Uh. Right. Uh... I think that that makes more sense because like there's only so much you can do if your legs aren't working to yeah. walk in a certain way to yeah. not make noise okay. like you know and like it's not like there's it's not like there's disabled people with mobility oh. issues that can't walk stealthily because they're super are mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that they sometimes have to modify different things other than the way they walk. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Okay, so phone um, doesn't... So maybe oh, like a... Not a... What's up? When was foam invented? Because I'm just imagining like... <laughs> this isn't like really the foam, 19th century, foam... this is Earth. <laughs> okay, so like a foam tip cane? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, you can invent foam. <laughs> yeah! I roll to invent roll to invent foam. Yeah, roll to invent foam. <laughs> it's the it's the whole pizza debacle all over again. It's the pizza. <laughs> oh, um Lindsay, we, we invented the uh we invented the mystery gang again. Oh? Oh? Yeah, uh, uh they, they met Shaggy Rogers as an NPC. Uh, <laughs> they fucking met Shaggy, and Victor, they met Shaggy. Nice. Victor is Velma, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I think that was all we. That was as far as we got. But it was like becoming. It was becoming the mystery gang once again, and I had to remind us that we did this last season. <laughs> it's it's Rags room. I- I think that Scooby-Doo is just such a timeless format. Yeah, yes. it's just such a good trope, especially since we're doing a, like, a like a, a mystery, like... Yeah. Gang of Friends accomplishing task is just timeless. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys have been instructed via Isolde's dream to go to the Hillside Tavern, which is in the hills district of Tidefall, about half a mile up the main arterial arterial road along the river from your family manor, Isolde. It's a little weird that you, like, tried so hard to convince your parents to let you go to Nuna, and now you're back. But, um, (laughs) you know, this is how it goes. You tried so hard. Can I visit them? You got so far, but in the end... In the end, you entered a tavern that immediately made you cough as the heavy, stinking smoke assaulted your senses. Um, the, 
The inn prim- primarily serves as serves the workers at the Briar and Sons steel mill, and all the patrons smell heavily of sweat, cigarette smoke, and the steel refining process. It's dark inside, and the few patrons in here aren't talking to each other very much. Those of you who have spent a lot of time in bars um, get the sense that this is just the kind of place where you go to be alone with a drink for an hour and then go home. When you enter, nobody turns around, and the bartender barely greets you with a grunt and a nod. What do you do? Nod back. I, can I go to the bartender? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks immediately under. <laughs> <laughs> I just want anyone listening to know that in all my RPs, I'm looking up. Because yeah. I'm a like, kid. There is no, to my knowledge, element of psychic damage in the basin. But every time <laughs> talks to someone, it deals psychic damage somehow. <laughs> yeah, 100% does. Like, to. to yes. To, yeah. to civilians in the like the people who are not involved yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh let me let me focus up let me get in character okay so I walk up to the bartender hello uh uh, uh hi where, where are your parents my parents live half a mile from here uh that doesn't exactly answer my question but okay um my name is Isold. I'm 13. My my name is Jeffrey. I'm 39. Uh, how how can I help you? That's my age times 3. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've never been very good at math. I'm quite good at math. Um, so Would you like me to calculate some things for you? Uh I, I have I have uh, Dennis in the in back. He he's very good at calculations. Uh, I don't require any <sighs> more calculation nerves. But thank I you. I have a I have a question. May I ask you a question? Yeah. Yes. He's old. What do you What do you need? Then will you leave, please? Perhaps. <laughs> okay. Is Dennis very knowledgeable about beats? <laughs> 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 Holy oh, fuck! Den, den, about beat beats, Dennis, Dennis the beat yes, man, about- Dennis, Dennis the fucking beat man, <laughs> Dennis the beat man. You, you just swore in front of a child. <laughs> we, we, sw- we swoop in and like put our our hands around Isol's ears and go like (laughs) (laughs) that's our bonding moment we all just sandwich our hands together over Isol's ears Jeff Jeff the 39 year old bartender is like going crazy he's like is Dennis the fucking beat man good with beats are you stupid (laughs) no I'm only 13 he's just smashing glasses May I meet him? I I thought you knew him. No, I've only heard tell. (laughs) (laughs) What what he he looks very frustrated and he composes himself. What what do you what do you what do you actually want? I (laughs) love <laughs> I only want 
I only want to talk with Dennis about beets. And perhaps okay. an elderflower water. Okay, is is this one yours? And he turns to, <laughs> to you, Nicodemus, who appears to be the oldest of the bunch. Uh, I... I mean, technically, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Hargarian. That's, uh, uh, she's, she's very, she's very inquisitive. This one, she's got a, a curious mind. Mm. What, what, what are you all doing here? Well, we, we heard we should be looking for. Uh, <laughs> We were wondering if you noticed anyone in uh, workers' clothes. <laughs> he goes crazy again, like <laughs> like snaps like, instantly. <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to find you a worker? <laughs> you want me to find you a fucking worker? You mean this bar right next to the steel mill? Where all the steel millers go? You know what? That's on me. Uh... Take your pick. Take your pick, buddy. Turn around. Locate a worker. I roll to locate worker. And, and you do. You turn around and there are five people and they all fit the exact description of the person in these old oh, street. <laughs> Oh, okay. Can I see if I recognize a face from the dream, or... Uh, I was just about yes. to ask if I could that. Roll, Isold, roll for observation. Do you want to RP it for the purposes of uh, the suggestion? Yeah, so, um... There's, a There's, like, really only, like, four people in the bar, but, um... There's a couple rough-looking work, rough-looking workers playing a game of darts, which is like the only bar this or the only bar game this bar seems to have to offer. Mm. Um, and uh, there's another like two um, workers sitting at the bar who are just kind of watching this whole spectacle um, go down mm-hmm. with you and the bartender. I got three, two, three, two, four. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm not even really sure why I made you do something that you could possibly fail because there's no way that you would be able to like <laughs> pick out a face. Yeah, no, like there's no way that you would be able to move the story forward if you don't find this person. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe by voice. Yeah, so suddenly a familiar voice growls out of the corner where a couple of these rough-looking workers are playing a game of darts. And a familiar voice says, No cheating! Stay behind the line! And they grab their companion and shove him back semi-playfully behind a line marked in grubby tape on the floor. And it's the mysterious worker from your dream. What do you do? I walk over. Okay. Hi. I say... (laughs) (laughs) Hello! Uh, 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 hello there. Um, what 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 are you doing in a bar? Yo. My name is Isolt. I am thirteen. Uh, you uh, came to me in a dream and told me to meet you here. Ah, uh, I certainly did not. <laughs> Who told you that? You did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, they seem friendlier than most in the bar, but they're like also like pretty drunk. Um, they don't recognize you, uh, and they say, uh, "Well, uh, it seems we've been informally introduced by means of Dream Heaven." Um, <laughs> but my name's Colin. Um, I work at Briar Hello, Colin. Briar's sons. Uh, most of us do. But uh, what? What do you do? What about you? I'm a child. <laughs> right. Yeah. You should, should have guessed. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> you, you sure are. <laughs> I... Um, I think I walk again over by by Isol t- uh, to just like laugh and lighten the mood a little bit. Like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, ah. oh, that's great. Colin, just say your name was. Um, a pleasure to meet you. My my name's Nicky Davis. I'm uh, I'm I'm Isol's. Guardian over here, along with my two associates, uh, Rue and Victor. I sort of gesture to both of them. Hello. Rue just oh, nods. Right, hey. One of those, uh, one of those progressive families. I gotcha. I'm so uh, glad to understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right trapped. Yeah. <laughs> You're darling. Uh, I'm like flip flopping between like Glaswegian and Irish, but. Uh, <laughs> Both of those places are in the same place on East. Glass Wireland. We can. Glass <laughs> Wireland. We can chalk it up to. Uh, we can. Cl- we can Glass chalk it up to. Uh, Dublin Glaswegian. Dublin is a city in 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 uh, the 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 Glaswegian region. <laughs> the Glass region, region, if you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, well, what, 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 how can I, how can I help you, 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 you lovely lot? Well, you're, you're <laughs> very kind to to say such a thing. You're just uh, wondering if you'd noticed anything peculiar uh, around these parts. Uh, 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 perhaps something off with the steel mill. And he, like, as soon as you've mentioned the steel mill in particular, mm. just his eyes kind of water up. Oh no! <laughs> oh, p- p- please don't cry. Please don't cry. I'm so worried. I like try to pat him on the back and like gesture for a drink. Like, can we uh, just on me, please? Uh, um, the, uh, the bartender, um, comes over with the most disgusting-looking brown liquid that you've ever seen. It's exactly what Colin always drinks, apparently. But, um, (laughs) 
It's a cool it's glass like of stew. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking stew water. Yeah. Yeah. So. It it's it's mm. rancid, but um. Mm. Yeah, what do you think a Bloody Mary is? He, he downs it in one gulp. Oh. Um, and he he just goes, well, oh, I'm glad you asked, but because lately the work's been right frustrating. Nobody believes me when I tell him, but you know I work the forge that draws out the billets into ingots, and my pal Sam over here works the furnaces over in the refinery. And Sam nods and he says, I sure do. Oh, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, howdy there. I'm from London. (laughs) (laughs) As this is happening, uh, Isolde is sitting at the bar, uh, swinging her legs, sipping the elderflower water loudly. Like... (laughs) Mm, This is quite good. (laughs) Like, Like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Sam kind of takes over the story uh, because the the whatever the fuck that Colin just drank just kind of oh, no. hits him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoa there! Take, take one and, of these uh, and forget about her, and it's a bowl of stew. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam, Sam says, "Well, yeah. Um, so uh, the thing is, it just makes no sense. I." I make like three times the amount of iron that comes out and the steel that Colin makes. The boys in the refinery are, are churning out the stuff, but by all accounts, when it gets to the forge, it's by the time by that time it's it's unusable. It's like full of impurities. There's not even that much of it. It comes out like miniature. I don't know who could be stealing white hot iron right out of the furnaces like that, but it's going to cost us all our jobs. Hmm. Well, that's that's terrible. Very sorry to hear that. Uh, do you know when these problems uh, started? Well, yeah. Um, and Colin uh, comes to you slightly and says, It's all that fucking Tully Briar. <laughs> Victor's. Uh, how, how, how easily is Victor able to clap his. his- Hands over salt <laughs> <laughs> Roll, roll to censor. <laughs> how, how, how many? How many should I? How many dice should I roll? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you can really. Okay. Um, but uh. Oh, was that a joke? <laughs> yes, okay. That was a joke. All right. Never mind then. <laughs> Fuck six. Uh. Let's uh see. Victor. <laughs> yes. He said the fuck word. <laughs> that he did. That he did. Oh, God. It begins. <laughs> we make a monster. <laughs> the making of a monster. Hi, my um, name is Isold. I'm fucking 13. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Isolde. I'm 13. Do you want to know how you fucking die, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I think Isolde oh is just. Really funny, like, 
that crow that just sort of gently hops onto someone's face and just goes, fuck you. So, uh, Tully Briar is apparently a big thorn in Colin's side, and Colin is like thrashing, like, dramatically, like, <laughs> um, Sam explains to you while Colin's getting it out of the system. The acting director of our factory is is one of the Briar brothers, and Tully Briar. He's been he's been saying things that just don't make any sense. Uh, he only comes at dawn and dusk to the factory, and this have this started about two weeks ago. He's fired about four foremen in the last two weeks. And he makes, he gives orders that make no sense at all. He doesn't seem to care that the steel is not usable. He just cares that it's not in weird shapes. What, what kind of shapes? Oh, he wants them in like long, thin needles. He wants them in sheets. He wants anything that's not like an ingot. Hmm. I keep telling him, well, not him, but I keep telling him my foreman, we don't have the equipment to make things like that, and the foreman agrees. Where do we find him? I can take you to the factory if you want. He's probably there almost. Well, yeah, he'll probably be there. It's getting, that would be very helpful. getting on about dusk. That would be very helpful, thank you. episode of Polybox, and thanks again for listening to all episodes of Polybox. I've been Rune, and we've been your Anthro Gang today. Um, as a reminder, we have a website at www.anthrogang.com. You can tweet at us at Anthrogang um, on Twitter, which is where you tweet things on Twitter with tweeting. Twitter. Tweet, 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 tweet. Um, we have merch on my Redbubble site, uh, which is Lycanthrope, spelled L-I-C-H-E-N-T-H-R-O-P-E. Um, we have, it's mostly mushroom stuff, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, it do- doesn't necessarily have to do with this season of Polybox just yet. Ha ha ha. Um, no, but, uh, we also have, um, Patreon and coffee. Um, and really, any way that you can support us would be great, but sometimes the best way that you can support us, um, which is free for you, is just by sharing us with your friends, and we really appreciate that just as much. So, thanks a lot for doing that, um, thanks a lot for leaving us reviews and, uh, liking us on your favorite podcatchers, and, uh, we hope to see you for the next episode, which will be dropping in two Mondays. Um, stick around. 
for episode three of the, or rather, that's going to be episode six of season two, um, part three of the Captain of Industry arc. All right, see you then. Thank <laughs> you.